The Darim Daf Mem Aleph Amud Aleph, the key to everything. The Dabe Kulabe. The famous Austrian philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein said, You cannot enter any world for which you do not have the language. You cannot enter any world for which you do not have the language. And the language for the world, for life, understanding the world, is what we call Deya, which is intuitive wisdom. We'll see what this means, what is intuitive wisdom. We start with a posuk in Kitavo, in the midst of the klalot, of the curses, the terrible curses that Moshe warns B'nai Israel will occur if they don't keep Torah and mitzvot. And there it says, among other things, V'avadata et oyovecha asher yishachenu Hashem b'ach, b'rav, v'tzama, v'eirom, and you will serve the your enemies uh, that Hashem will send into you to conquer you, and you'll serve them in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, over kol, and in lacking of everything. And our Gemara starts analyzing what is this bechoser kol? In addition to famine and thirst and nakedness, what else could be missing? that we're then told, Bechoset Kol, there's something which is so fundamental that the, the Torah calls it, Moshe Rabbeinu calls it Kol, it's everything. And even that everything you won't have, what is that everything? And the Gemara says, first Rabbi Ami Amarav says, shulchan. Just, just to have a light in your room and a table at which to eat and to learn, you won't even have that. Rav Chista Amar Belo Isha. Esther says you won't have a wife, you won't have family, you won't have relationship. It's interesting, each one looks at it from the sense of what is it that I absolutely couldn't live without. Rav Ami says in the name of Rav, did not have a place to work, a, a, a candle, a light, that I can read a safer by and write by. And Rav Esther says not to have relationship, not to, not to have a wife. Rav Shesha says below shamash. Rav Shesha says you don't have a butler. He has a different view of life, not to have a battle, not to have somebody to serve you, as somebody to take care of you. Uh, Rav Nachman, and Rav Nachman says, you know what Chosekol means? You've got, it means you've got nothing. Chosekol really means you've got nothing. Not only are you hungry and thirsty and naked, but you've got nothing. What is this nothing that you could have? You've already lost everything. What else is there to lose? Says Rav Nachman, Deo, that intuitive wisdom. You haven't even got that. You'll lose your intuitive wisdom. And the Gemara then says, in the name of the Yerushalmi, Dabe Kulabe. Somebody who has knowledge, has wisdom, has everything. Dabe Nabe. One who doesn't have wisdom, what has he got? If you've acquired this wisdom, then nothing's missing. If you haven't acquired wisdom, what have you actually acquired? What is the value of what you've acquired? And why the repetition of, of this phrase? First, and then, what's the difference between having it and acquiring it? If we look at Rashi clearly, we begin to understand the difference. The Dabe Kulabe Rashi says, Mishi Yesh Bodat. If a person has wisdom within him, it's intuitive, it's there. Kemishi Yesh Bodat says, If within him there is everything, there is nothing lacking from him as a human being, as a complete person, as an individual. He has it all within him. When we come to Dakani Machaser, 
Rashi says, Mishi Kanadat, Klum. He who has acquired wisdom isn't missing anything. So clearly we see in this Gemara, as Rashi explains it, that there are two sources of this dat, of this wisdom. The one is an inner source that you've got in, intrinsically, intuitively. And the other is, if you don't have it intrinsically, intuitively, you can acquire it. You can study it. You can learn it. If you learn it, it's like buying something else. It's something that is outside of you. You've acquired it from the outside. But if it's something that is within you, then it's intrinsic to who you are. The Medrash in, in Breshis Rabbah and Pashas Bayigash talks about the fact of where did Abraham learn Torah from. And Rabbi Shimon says, Na'asu kadim Torah. His two kidneys, Avram's kidneys, were like two containers of water, and they just overflowed. They were just springs of, of, of water, of wisdom, of Torah, implying again that not only this intuitive wisdom is intrinsic to a person, but even Torah can be intrinsic to a person. Rabbi Levi Rabbi Levi says he learned Torah all by himself. He didn't have a source. He didn't have Sforim. He didn't have the internet. He didn't have art scroll. He learned it all from within himself. He was able to intuit the whole of Torah. And that's really the meaning in, in Perkyovis, in the third Perik, where it says, in the name of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, that he ain't derech eretz, ain't Torah. But if you don't have derech eretz, which is that intuitive knowledge that precedes Torah, you can't really have Torah. Torah is the refinement and the development of that intuitive knowledge that is within you. Now, it's true that Rabbi Loza ben Azariah also says, he ain't Torah in derech eretz. That's talking about the wisdom that you can acquire from outside. So if you want to acquire t- wisdom from outside, you've got to start with Torah. But if you've got Derech Eretz within you, then Torah can develop outside of that Derech Eretz, uh, or from, from that Derech Eretz. The, um, there's, there's an amazing piece of Chovat HaVavot, as Chovat HaVavot is one of the classical Sifrei Musar of the, of the Rishonim, Rabbeinu Bechaya, who writes the Chovat HaVavot, uh, Duties of the Heart. Uh, and it, it's it's a foundational principle of how to believe, what to believe, how to live a Torah life, uh, and something that is that is learned uh, and, and needs to be learned. But sometimes it's not always that easy to understand. And there's a piece of Chovas Avavis which Rabbi Yeruchim Leibovitz develops. Rabbi Yeruchim was the Mashkiach in Mir Yeshiva. He died in 1936, before the Second World War. But it's important to know who he was. Rabbi Yeruchim was a very close Talmud of, of Reb Nasser Hirschfinkel, the author of Slabotka. He was a close Talmud of Reb Simcha Zissel, of Kelam, uh, and he was a Talmud of the Chofetz Chaim. So when Reb Yeruchim says something, that, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from those sources. It's coming from, with that level of authority, coming from um, the author of Slabotka, the author of Kelam, Reb Simcha Zissel. So we know where that's all coming from. And Rabbi Yeruchim explains this piece of Chovas Avavas, where the Chovas Avavas says that um, there's such a thing as knowing something with one's own intelligence. And that is, that to know what is true and what is false, that's an inherent capability. One has it within oneself. And to be able to choose that which is right and to move away and to reject 
and not be tolerant of that which is corrupt and crooked. That's within the human being. You don't have to learn that from anywhere. It's innate. And the Rebbe explains, um, it seems to be that this the way to explain this is, this wisdom, this intuitive knowledge and understanding of good and bad, of right and wrong, is a gift with which an individual is born, something given to him from Hashem. And those qualities, that sense, that, that wisdom, is something that is with him forever. One can't take it away from a person. It's innate, it's part of who he is. Until it becomes absolutely his. In other words, what is this intuitive wisdom that we're talking about, this daya, that the Gemara says, with it you have everything and without it you have nothing. That Bechoser Kol, when the Klala, when the curse in Dvarim says there will be a time where not only will you have no food and drink and and clothes, but you you won't have coal, you won't have that which is most foundational to human existence, which is this innate knowledge and wisdom that Hashem gives you. What is it? Hasechel hu harebi, hamadrich. Sechel is one's rebbe and one's leader, one's educator, one's mentor. Shehaadam mekabel meaborei im yitzirato. That the human being receives from Hashem in the moment of his creation to take care of him, to protect him. We have our instinctive knowledge of what's safe and unsafe given to us by Hashem, our intuitive understanding of what is good and what isn't, to advise him, and to educate him, all the days of his life. That's what this intuitive sense of wisdom is inside the person. So one would question, if we naturally have it, why do so many of us seem not to have it? You know how often it's, it's said that common sense isn't common at all. What, what does it really mean? What's important is to understand that we all have this. And Rebbe makes it very clear, based on the Chavat HaVavot, and we see it in the Gemara, that that's something that we have innately. And yet, the Gemara does say that the, the, the Lord Dabe, that if somebody doesn't have this Maabe, then he has nothing. So how can you not have it if this is something that is given to every human being when they're born? The answer is you can lose it or it can become distorted. It can become clouded. It can become unclear. Uh, and the question really is not so much how do you acquire this wisdom. Yes, you can acquire the wisdom. We see the idea of kana that one can acquire it through study. But one has it innately. The important thing is to be able to protect it and preserve it and make sure that it doesn't get distorted and discolored and disfigured so that we can use this wisdom to make choices and make decisions in our lives. How do we do that? If you consider for a moment that we naturally have it, then what we're going to be careful of is not damaging it, not thinking incorrectly, not using it incorrectly to the point that it becomes distorted. And I've mentioned before the very important story of, of Reboruch Be'er Leibovitz, who was uh, from the town of Slotsk, and he went to Valozhin to learn with Rebchaim Soloveitchik. And he became an enormous Tamil Chochem, obviously, uh, during the time that he was learning there, long before he became uh, the, the, the great Rosh Hashiva that we know. Uh, and in Slotsky, he would go back to Slotsk for, for the vacation time for Bein Azmanim, and the townsfolk loved having him there. He would be sitting in the base of Medrash, and they could speak to him. He would be learning. 
And when it came time to go back to the lodge and they approached him and they said, we don't really understand why you still need to go back to learn with Rukhaim. You are a self-standing Talmud Chochem of international stature. Surely uh, you could stay here in, in Slotsk. We will provide you with whatever it is that you need and give you peace and quiet so that you can learn and teach Torah and you don't have to go back to the lodge. Surely you know it all. What can Rukhaim still teach you? And his answer was, yes, Rukhaim doesn't have to teach me what I don't know. I, I'm able I'm able to use this for him. I'm able to find what I need. I'm able to learn. I'm able to know. That's not what I need my Rebbe for. What I need Reb Chaim for is to teach me how not to think, how not to learn, what not to say. And that's something that we've spoken about. Even recently, we spoke about defining ourselves through the things we don't do, not necessarily through the things that we do do, and how important that is. And so it is in, in keeping the purity of our natural, intuitive wisdom. We've got to be careful that we learn how not to misuse it, how not to distort it, how not to twist it. And that's the function of a relationship between a Talmud and a Rebbe, where a Rebbe knows the Talmud and discusses things with the Talmud, not just Gemara or Chumash, discusses the world with the Talmud, discusses thinking and helps the Talmud to think straight. When the Talmud is, is reasoning in a way that isn't straight, it's the Rebbe who can point that out to him, can, who can reflect to him that you're uh, distorting that beautiful sense of wisdom with which you're born. And through constantly learning how not to reason incorrectly, how not to think crookedly, we're able to build the capacity to use that wonderful tool that Hashem gave us to be able to understand the world and to operate in the world and to use the world, that world of Deya, that world of intuitive wisdom, without which, Mabe, what does a person have if he doesn't have that?